Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Listen to These Nerds, playing Lancer, Reach of Stars. And with me this week, as always... Uh, I'm Jonathan, and I'm going to be playing Worm. Uh, I'm Harry, and I'll be playing Noir. I'm Chris, and I'm going to be playing Blitz. I'm John, and I'm going to be playing Panoptica. Oh, yeah, and I'm running the game, and I'm Joey. (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering why you were sitting here. (laughs) Yeah, how'd you get that chair? Oh, right, the DM chair. Yeah, you, uh-huh. we- you wheeled me in because I'm actually in a uh, hermetically sealed uh, tube. <laughs> right. You're fucking playing this, like, in the goddamn absolute safety capsule from Mother 3? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, um, to give a little recap, you guys had landed on Blade, uh, been escorted to the hilt uh, with Sandra, um, and had been, um, had discussed the strategy with the council... Um, and, uh, it was requested that you help bolster the defenses of Blade, of, sorry, of, um, uh, of the Hilt, um, and, uh, yeah, and, uh, they have, uh, allowed you guys to go out and do that. Um, so, this week, we're gonna do two phases, essentially, we're gonna do your, your downtime actions, and then we're gonna do the, um, prepared strategy part, where Mm -hmm. you guys actually go in and help out defenses, defense. In- increase the defenses, essentially. So okay. if there's anything during downtime you'd like to do that's not that, that's the feel time free to take. Feel free to take your your time. All right, I'll save all my trap cards for the second phase. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so uh, in terms of downtime, um... so if basically we've been like we went to that meeting with the council and now we're like okay. We're going to think the council's thinking things over. You're free to move about the city however you yeah, want. Yeah, so you guys can explore for a little bit, but essentially you are have a rendezvous at the, uh, essentially the uh, <clears throat> defensive barricade on the hmm. far side, the non-cliff side of, uh, hmm. of the city. Hmm. All right. Well, uh, Emil really has only one thing on the mind, so he's probably going to start doing a lot of, like, gauging the city's, like, what's the city's, like, actual level of defenses. Maybe not necessarily, like, but he's kind of, like, you can see that he's already brought up a map and he's drawing on it, like, John Madden style. Very obviously, like, try, like very obviously, like, drawing up a command plan. And he kind of wanders off into the city while doing, like, engrossed in that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Okay. He's also, and um, I imagine I'm also going to swing by the thing to try and get some sort of um, reserves for the upcoming mission, because it seems like it's going to be a long one. Mm. Okay, so you're doing tactical reserves then? Yes. I believe for that, that's just a d20, yes? Mm-hmm. You, yeah. Alright. So yeah, uh, so Emil, like, basically makes his way over the hangar while he's drawing up these plans, and he's going to see, like, hey, what are some extra things, maybe, that he could bolt onto his mech or that he could take into the fight? Okay, what type of reserves are you looking for? Narrative reserves, mech equipment reserves, hmm. tactical reserves. Hmm. What are tactical reserves? Um, reinforcements, vehicles, scouting. You know, I'm going to say you cannot have tactical reserves because it's fixed basically we're not yeah calling anybody i mean else yeah orbital drop is one of them and you're not getting <laughs> i that. mean we do have a capital ship in orbit we could just like just okay try and aim here and push it out the side but of the you, ship but you know but you're defending you're not attacking so <laughs> uh, an orbital drop isn't very efficient for you well as long as we know the enemy's like way over there and we're in here and the enemy's are way over there and i'm in here yeah so i'm gonna say narrative or mech reserve okay so narrative reserves uh, I get, like, access to something. I get political support, uh, supplies. So I think, yeah. 
Um, really, there's only the knowledge would be useful, so I'm probably going to go for mech equipment and gear reserves. And I will roll off. That is a four. Rented gear. Get access to a weapon or piece of mech gear you don't normally have access to for the mission only. Wow. Oh, uh, yeah. If you don't want me to have to, like, look up stuff for that, I will gladly take the core battery instead. <laughs> um... Well, what is... Okay, so you can roll on the table or you can request stuff. Mm. But if you request a specific thing, I'm going to make you make a roll for it. So Okay, yeah, so I'm, I'm requesting the core battery then. So. Okay, uh, what uh, trigger are you going to use to try to get that? Um, good question. Let's see. Um, I'm going to use patch, actually. So the idea is that um, Emil is going to go into his uh, mech and basically just start tinkering with various stuff to try and, like, you know, gain some efficiency here, gain some power savings there, maybe use a few borrowed parts that he's managed to, like, sneak out of the repair bay. Yeah, but you can't get an extra core battery by doing that. Mm. That's the thing. If, the, you, you, if a core battery is a physical object, so you need to acquire it. Oh, I need to acquire it. So you need to either convince somebody... You need to convince somebody that you uh, need it um, or find some other way to get it. Mm. Well, the only things I have that are good are assault and... Damn, why didn't I take pull rank? So I guess I'm just rolling raw then. So you don't, feel, you don't have anything? I've got... What blow something you, up. What about your background? Uh, grunt. So unless I can convince a... Uh, hmm. I can say something. Uh, so being a grunt, Emil understands that the battlefield is not one with bullets, but with paperwork. Mm -hmm. And he begins requisitioning forms to get form requisitions for the core battery, realizing that either he's going to end up with it, or he's probably going to end up with something else because of, you know, a clerical or bureaucracy error. So he starts filing all the proper paperwork, starts fast-tracking things through stuff, basically just being a bureaucracy machine. Okay, uh, I'll give you one difficulty, uh, considering you don't, don't understand this filing system. Mm. Um, but yes, go ahead. Give yourself a plus two... Uh, so that is 6 minus 9, so 6 is 13, 15 altogether. Uh, yes, that is enough. So you are able to find a loophole um, that allows, as, as a uh, mercenary contractor, you can requisition something fast-tracked. Um, but uh, there's some sort of caveat about um, them getting the... Uh, <clears throat> getting a full uh, scan of your mech that mm. you have descendants, so they have all of your statistics. I don't... Uh, mm, well... Assuming that ends up... Well, they already know... Uh, the, the people we're fighting already know I'm in a Barbarossa. Yep. So, yeah. like, And I don't really give a shit if I give up classified Harrison Armory tech. Cause fuck oh, yeah, guys. definitely not. It's just that they, they need to essentially scan your... Oh, yeah, to figure out... To make sure that's not, like, oh, an illegal horror smack and you're going to use the core battery to fire some sort of... <laughs> fire the beam. What does it do? <laughs> Nobody's quite sure. Yeah. Hey, I've got one of those. A core battery has a significant amount of uh, power, so it would be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna fire my black hole laser beam <laughs> and right into the middle of the city. I'm gonna I'm gonna hook this up to my uh, auto gun, and uh, we're just gonna see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I'll let them scan it yeah. uh, and then requisition the core battery. All right. Yes, uh, you are. Uh, it is in the mail. You'll get it pretty soon. They're just moving it over. Yeah. In fact, they said you can come pick it up at the wall when when you go over there. Okay. Okay. Um. What is everybody else uh, interested in getting? Because you don't need to necessarily just get Mac stuff. You can also get... Yes, yeah, so there's also all the other stuff. There's like the narrative reserves. Hmm. Sure, I'll get some narrative reserves. Do you want to roll randomly or do you want a specific one? 
I actually don't know what the specifics are. Okay, so um, the first one is access, which is you gain an important key card, invite, bribe, whatever. Yeah. Uh, political support, um, supplies, but that are more like, you know, if you have to, like, walk somewhere, like, you know, like, water, food, that sort of thing. Hmm. A disguise. Or cover identity. A diversion. Blackmail. Uh, you manage to increase your reputation in the area. You gain a safe harbor. Um... You know the location of important objects or people for this mission, or you gain important knowledge of local history, customs, or culture etiquette. Uh, can I get the last one? Okay, uh, how are you going to do that? Um, Give me I, what triggers do you have? I'm going to pull rank. Okay. Yeah. Soldier, you! <laughs> yeah, I am the lead of the of our squad, and... Okay. From what I understand, it's our squad plus Melo are the only people still here. Uh, they have their own. They well, have... yeah, no, no, no. But from our like, uh, yeah. Well, so yes, from the from the main company. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, Batters Mech was really fucked up, mm. um, and she was helping fix stuff. And the other people, there were there were a couple other people part of that Merc squad, but they were only hired to uh, transport. And because all of their scientists died, they were deemed less uh, yeah <laughs> skilled, and they were like, oh. yeah. Yeah, so... You guys were the most competent, so... <laughs> yeah, baby! You saved most of your scientists. Yeah, so uh, that's a 19. Um, okay. What do you want to know? So you, you come up to essentially, like... Um, I'm going to say you and Harry are both actually in the, like, military base that you guys dropped off near. Um, and while Harry is filing forms, you are... Um, <clears throat> you I'm going to ask you about, um, like, information of, like... What have what or have past attacks in the city looked like? Um, so the like something I can study to see if there's like something like that, a hole in the wall or a goat trail or something like that. Um, well, uh, you get information uh, from this guy. So essentially, he breaks down that um, it, there have been attempts to attack from the cliffs, but we've re- since reinforced it, and we have um, essentially like turret def- base defense that pops out can, and can essentially just spray all over that area. So it's unlikely that anyone's going to attack from down there from the water. Uh, amphibious assault is unlikely to, to well, the orientation of the cliff and also the fact that it's yeah, it doesn't, it, it's actually be- you arguably better defended than the ground, than the ground wall. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, short of an actual like air attack. Yeah, nobody's ever dropped like orbital strikes on them before. But they do have anti, anti-air guns. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's been a while, uh, so like, Oops. They, there has not been a major conflict on this in this area for a while. It's actually been very stable, um, and the most the thing that destabilized the this area the most was the I, the fact that the Union showed up. Um, and while they didn't like attack anyone or anything, and there wasn't a war, this wasn't like a. Um, this wasn't a Harrison Armory situation. Yeah, like Harrison Armory didn't show up and start invading people. Um, but there hasn't really been a ground war in a while. And you actually get the feeling that a bit that there is... While this is the most militarized city um, possibly in the whole system, um, they also haven't had a conflict in a while. So mm-hmm. Ah, yes, complacency. Yeah. Okay, um, can I pull up maintenance record? Uh, of what? The defenses. Sure. As you're walking through to go and do that, you just see, like, um, Emil reach into, like, a stack of papers, pull it out, and just hand it to you. 
found those when I was looking for some forms, figured they might be useful. Alright, yeah, so I, I basically want to just, like, double-check to make sure nobody's gone lazy in peacetime and, like, mm -hmm. that there's a, like, a weak point in the, the defenses. Okay, well, it's going to take you a while to look over, so I'm going <clears> to <throat> pass on. Uh, which of, the, of you two would like hmm. to go next? I, Worm has a couple questions, or I have a couple questions that might have been answered last session. Um, so, what did we decide about the idea of just taking our very special protected target and bringing her with us onto the battlefield? Was oh, so Sandra, yeah. okay. Uh, so, you, so you're just going to go talk to Sandra? Um, well, I think we, we came to a decision last session, but I can't remember what it was. So the, it was, technically that might be safe, but at the same time, like, if we get, like, shot to shit, then yeah. all of a sudden we've trapped our VIP next to a very going bad nuclear reactor. Right, and then the hilt is, like, this huge fortress, so maybe yeah. it's just safer to have her there. Okay. Yeah. So the, yeah, the then the council also said they had a uh, solution, and oh. they were somewhat cryptic about it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you can go talk to her and see if you and see if she'll give you a heads up on it, but um, or you can try to get yourself some sort of reserve. Yeah, I was looking at that. So, and one other thing that Worm is worried about is the the fact that our team we could either concentrate all our you know firepower in one spot of the wall, but chances are we're probably going to get spread pretty thin especially if there are multiple attacks and the city can't properly defend itself. Mm -hmm. So Worm is curious about early warning systems that the city has so it can better direct its resources and like, mm -hmm. you know, how quickly in advance can we know if we need to change where we are, where we need to be. Okay, so you're trying to get tracking to know the important locations and like mapped, sure, out, yeah. mapped out routes and stuff? That, but also like do they have, like, radar, LIDAR systems that they use? Mm -hmm. uh, like, are they, you know, do they have satellites where they can look and anticipate yeah. that kind of thing? Okay. Yeah. Um, so how are you going to go about getting that? Yes. Uh, I think Worm is going to use his charm. I'm just some good old boy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Having been, uh, I guess, we're, are we at the wall right now? Um, well, I'm at, me and uh, Panoptica are at the military base, and we kind of just got dismissed, so pretty much you could be anywhere in the city, but, you know, you could probably go around. Okay, great. You're like, you're at the wall with, like, a camera, and you're all like, neat! <laughs> <laughs> I think Worm's gonna stick around at the hilt okay. and try and talk to some of the people in charge there, mm -hmm. since he's been, you know, seen walking around with Cassandra. He's got a, a, maybe a certain amount of clout. Um... Hmm, yeah, if there's, like, a tactical advisor, or, like, you know, if he can get any sort of read on someone who'd be able to help you. Him. look at, like, you look for the person that looks like the most harried, and you're like, ah, IT specialist, yes. that guy. <laughs> okay. So, you know, just talk around, ask ask people, you know, throw, throw around a good word here. You put there. a box of donuts in the IT room, and you're just like, how oh, for you guys? <laughs> um, so I guess I'll roll for that. Sure. Uh, what are you, are you using charm? Charm. Okay. Yeah, I got a big ol'... Plus two. <laughs> it's okay. The rolls, the the DC on rolls is base ten, but I augmented base. Ooh, it's a six. <laughs> okay. Um. So, you, what information were you, did you want specifically? You wanted like I wanted to know about the early warning systems that they had available. Okay. I also, so one other thing is that we are doing the tactical stuff 
after like all of the downtime. Mm. So it might be that that question might be better answered there. I know you've already rolled for it, but yeah, I actually had I had a separate tactical thing that I wanted to do based on the answer I got from this. Oh, I see. Okay, um, so you were given a uh, essentially just like a big log of all the different defenses, right. but not really any direction on what to look at. Mm. So it's a lot of information. Um, you're gonna have to parse it. Okay. You are given the world's largest Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> well, yeah. and right. it's not been organized. Nothing is uh, macroed. Yeah, but you have you have the information you need. It's just not very well annotated. Well, it's good it thing could... I have an NHP that can see the future. <laughs> Okay, so you're gonna hand that off to your NHP to look I mean, at. Yeah, I'll just go sit in the cockpit and be like, "Hey, could you help me with this?" <laughs> I have the ability to see multiple timelines. What do you want me to do? Can you organize this Excel? <laughs> God damn! How much do you know about pivot tables? <laughs> pivot tables are unnecessary in the future. Ah, the greatest darkness of our era. Pivot tables. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, yeah, so your NHP is gonna tool around with it um, and. Uh, while it will do it quickly, you may not necessarily get exactly what you want from him. Okay. No, it, it gives you an answer, but it's, like, based off of this future prediction that may or may not happen. So it's like, ah, yes, this. <laughs> um, what you do know is that they have, uh, one thing that they have and that they've uh, maintained is the civilian, um, <clears throat> uh, the civilian safety initiative. Um huh. So, which is that the buildings literally are able to, like, turn into bunkers and, like, slide down. Oh, nice. Not, ah, not necessarily creating, like, a flat plane of the city, but, like, significantly, like, bunkering themselves to make it so that people don't just get, like... Blown up. Blown up, or, like, hit with orbital drops, like... <clears throat> okay. Um, and there's also tunnels underneath that people can congregate in even safer areas if those area if the buildings fail. Yeah. So... Okay. Um, one thing you will hopefully not have to worry about is... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, that's the one thing that, that they train annually on and they're very good at. It's just the... In terms of actual fights. Yeah. Doesn't actually... It's CSI day. Yeah. Okay. Great. Cool. And... Blitz. Alright. So... While these guys are doing their stuff, we have a squad that we're working with in this upcoming battle, is that correct? Uh, well, yeah, there's essentially, when you go to the wall, you're going to be meeting with the people who you're going to be working with. Okay, and are these guys, like, members of Blade-like soldiers or something Yeah, like they're that? from the military academy. Okay. So these um, would be, like, literal, like, enlisted men. Can I go to the military academy and look at whatever they're doing for their training regimen? Sure. Okay. Hey. Uh, so you go to the military academy, oh. um, and you see um, like what part? It's quite, it's quite large. It's like a campus essentially. Cool. All um, right. It so it, the sort of like very square, organized, yeah. brutalist sort of aesthetic is very strong here, mm -hmm. as this is a point of pride. Yeah. Uh, their military academy uh, is also very well maintained. Yeah. Um, you can tell a lot of funding comes here. Uh -huh. um, and as you kind of enter the campus, you see like people. You see. Uh, recruits running around. Yep. Um, people are mobilizing. There's, it, it's a lot emptier than it normally would be because they are taking people into defensive positions because they're preparing for an attack. God damn. So it's, and the uh, the tone and overall energy is mildly tense. All right. Um, you until like. Yeah. How much time do we have until this attack? Like you, you have no idea, but the, the we know it's coming. Yeah. You they you know that they're. 
that there is very likely going to be something that is going to try to attempt to uh, stop the uh, formal signing and uh, right. And is anybody getting in any time for training or anything like yep. that? Yeah, like, people okay. are still training. Good. Um, I'm gonna go to the training ground and I'm gonna find whoever's in charge of these guys. Like, um, basically, what Blitz wants to do is. He knows that this squad is going to be important in the fight ahead, and he basically wants to make sure that they can pull their weight and survive, and he wants to basically, like, add his expertise as somebody who's gone through a lot of this shit to... So the people yeah. at the military academy are yeah. less likely to be on the, uh, like, manning the important stations of the wall. They're right. more likely to be uh, helping evacuate civilians All right. and, uh, like, reinforcing as yeah. uh, because they're not done their training necessarily like the people you're going to be working with yeah. are the specialists and yeah. the people who are highly trained who are yeah. already in their positions uh-huh um that being said you could talk to these people are going to be around so you yeah. can talk to them they're not okay. necessarily going to be the people you're working with that'll be more when you get there even if i'm like working with low level guys who are going to be like basically evacuating civilians and fighting only if they need to that's better than nothing okay so i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna find these guys and I'm gonna basically ask their drill instructor if I can uh, get a couple lessons in with these guys. All right, so the very buttoned-up, ma large man, yep. who, in, who is essentially a uh, tense-looking square uh, of a man with, his, with his straight, with his very uh, sharp features. He turns uh, yeah. his neck, and you physically hear the sound of like stone on stone yeah, grinding. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Every time he moves too much, you hear you hear like two rocks hitting each other. <laughs> so I'm gonna mentally refer to him as Brick. All right. <laughs> hey. So, uh, I understand uh, a lot of these fish here are under your command and all that, right? You see him go to, like, uh, a headpiece and, like, look at you and then hit a button and give you an up-down. Ah, you are a mercenary. You can say that, yeah. Basically, I understand that uh, shit's gonna be hitting the fan in uh, pretty much any day now. Basically wanted to know if uh, might be able to lend a hand to some of these uh, fresh kids. In what capacity? Training. I've seen a lot of military combat, figured, you know, any additional edge they get might have to, might be able to save a couple of them going home in body bags. Hmm. Interesting. It might be worth it to have them fight a more unconventional opponent. Sick. All right. Uh, would you like to spar? And he kind of like puts his hand out. Oh. And you see, you see you guys like doing like... <laughs> Essentially, uh, you know, take take down martial arts stuff. Yeah, like I imagine a lot of it is very formulaic in a way. Like yeah. oh, it's yeah. very yeah. clear that these guys have stuck to a very strict regimen. But I know from experience that when it comes to fighting stuff outside of this, they probably have little to no counters, <laughs> which is where I come in. First things first, you must always expect that your enemy will do a surprise as you pull out a pistol and shoot one of them away. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so... Alright, so, what uh, skill are you going to use to teach these kids a lesson? Um, I'm going to use just straight up assault, and basically just... Or, no, is apply... That, is that trigger? Actually, uh, It is, yeah. Okay. Actually, I think I'm going to do apply fist to faces. That's instead. probably... Yeah. That's better. <laughs> yeah. But I don't get it, sir. If this is a fight between mechs, why are we training to fight hand-to-hand -hand if you can yeah. just push a button? Oh. Don't touch that wall, soldier. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking of. Well, yeah. and... For all we know, they could have foot soldiers too. Yes. Yeah. You don't know what the attack, the context right. of the attack is going to be. So, um, yeah, I'm basically, uh, yeah, I'm gonna roll apply fist to faces. Okay. See how, go goes. Ahead. how many ranks that do you have? Uh, two. So, so I'm plus, plus four. four. 
That is a 15. All right. So, uh, you, 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 a lot of the guys are like, like, they're on sure. Uh, they're like, they look at you and they're like, why is this guy here? And I'm just kind of slouching a little bit. Like, it's clear that I'm, you know, I'm leaving myself full of openings, just waiting for one of them to, yeah. like, and okay. The so, guy, and having, like, w- watched them, uh, you kind of get an idea of the type of, uh, art, like, the, the type of fighting that they know they are doing. And the guy approaches you in a very standard way. Um, All right. And to put you in so yes. that's what you're going with, huh? All right. See what you got, big guy. Yeah, so they like move in on you and judo flip him over my shoulder and yeah, throw my fist down until it stops a half inch from his face. Uh, he does the like he does the, like tap out motion. See, man, you're keeping yourself too rigid. Like you gotta loosen up a little bit. Put some oil in the joints and all that. Come on. Here. One of them goes for like a rear naked choke. You pull out a lighter and put it under his elbow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so with your unorthodox moves, you're able to. Yeah, and I also start fighting dirty at one point. Like they haven't called the match to start, so we're just eh, close to each other. And then, without waiting for them to start the match, I just eh, punch the guy in the throat. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> a fight can start literally at any moment. You let your guard down for a second, you die. Brick is just sitting there, smiling politely to himself. It's like, yes, I can't do it, but he can. Yeah. Uh, all right. So yeah, you uh, uh, through your fighting premise, you gain uh, a somewhat of the, the respect of the of the enlisted men. Yeah. And after doing that, then um, okay, let me show you how I train. And we're gonna do this to old earth music. This is a song that turned a once ordinary man into a champion in a matter of minutes. With this, I can promise you, you will be the best you can be. I take out my music player, I press play. And the Rocky theme starts playing as I run them through things that can be... Ah, old earth history. Yes. Yes. The King of Philadelphia song. Yes. Um, they still there is a statue still on Old Earth that has not been destroyed. This has been a crash. Yeah, everything yeah. out the Philadelphia is gone. Uh huh. that statue. Yeah, that yes. statue in the Liberty Bell. We're trying to figure out how the two are linked. Yeah. So yeah, I play this song as I run them through physical training that can be called Spartan at its most merciful. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you're so um uh yeah the the enlisted men uh are aware of you and uh, have a measure of respect for you. Cool. Uh, I'll give that a reputation. Sweet, thank you. All right, so each of you has kind of done your mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> downtime action, and um, you uh, meet up with uh, Balin, mm-hmm. who is your escort to the wall. Mm-hmm. Was he the guy that uh, brought us in? Yep. Okay. And he yeah, he's essentially said he was going to be your guy. Can I forget like as they like are approaching the wall? Is checking all of the things versus like the maintenance log she's seen to make sure that like. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, you are. I'll say for the sake of you being there, you're actively looking for defensive holes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now that we're getting a better look at the wall, so obviously it's a wall. Mm-hmm. Um, what sort of like do they have like gun turrets on the top of it that are like slug throwers? Like, what's the general consensus of what this wall can do? So the wall is uh, largely. Um, it is not designed to be deploying a lot of people. It's designed to keep be, keep people out. Right, it's a machine line, basically. Yeah. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> there are multiple, um, like, essentially layers to it, um, so that they can fall back defensively. Okay. Um, 
You do notice, uh, though, that um, as you're getting in there, um, that uh, some of the defenses are, by your more modern sensibilities, a little outdated. Um, especially taking into account some of the new um, mech technology that's been developed. Um, now, you're not sure if the people attacking you will necessarily be fully up to date. Right. Too, but it does seem like some of this stuff is uh, designed to be fighting against essentially a last, not necessarily full generation, but like a la like an older set. Last of, year's tech, basically. Essentially, yeah. This stuff, the this the area is for the level it's at currently is fine, but it is a little outdated. Right. In a, in a, a couple different areas, so um, as Balin kind of brings you, in, he's like, so uh, this is the wall, and. Um, uh, far be it from me to try to uh, tell you how to do your job. You're the specialists. Um, if there's anything you can do here, we would be very happy to have it. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, if you need anything, just ask me. I can direct you anywhere you need to go. Yeah. So, as like as Noir is like looking at the defenses, you can see him. He's pulled up that uh, map of the city, that like map of the uh, surrounding areas, and he's like adding stuff to it, erasing stuff, basically just re John Maddening the hell out of it. Okay. So, like in your your view of this in your in your AR map, essentially, yeah. um, you're able to. So Noir, you now have um, having had your NHP look over it. Yeah. Worm, sorry. Sorry, uh, no. uh, sorry, Worm. You've been able to have your HP look over it, um, and you have kind of like, based on what you've looked at, kind of like ideal pathways of okay. uh, of like attack, kind of right. within the city, like, like how best to funnel troops. And yeah, and like yeah, kind yeah. of, you, you know how in a grocery store it's designed to like lead you yeah. in a specific yeah, orientation. You kind of realize that the city is designed not necessarily to like funnel people in specific ways, but you do realize that you could by putting up very... Yeah, there's, there's very that, easy points where you can make choke points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you can kind of, like, do the Tony Stark sli slide it over to Noir yeah, and overlay it over very interesting. Stuff. Yes, I will share this with the group. Yeah. Alright, so once he, he takes a look at this, Noir makes more adjustments to his thing. Mm -hmm. um, you notice, actually, like, for those of you that can, like, see Noir doing it, because he's fairly short, he keeps having, uh, like, he has a little bubble in the corner that says Swarm and Strike, question mark. And he, he seems to be working off of, like, that, and he seems to, like, constantly refer back to it before, like, looking at the map again and drawing stuff in. But, yeah, so Noir uh, sort of, like, sends the map to everybody and uh, basically goes, Well, I've taken a look at the surrounding area, and while I'm not sure this is something, there's a, a technique that I remember from my time at Harrison Armory called Swarm and Strike. The idea is that if you have a large group of people and a few key assets that you wish to maintain, a way that you could overrun and harden position is to effectively throw waves of waves of the lesser armed uh, potentials. These weren't meant to get anywhere, they're mostly to overwhelm the local defenses, at which point the other team, the strike team, can then strike at those particular areas, either to cripple the hardened defenses or to effectively allow for the swarm to move further into the city. Mm -hmm. So... Based on this, and considering what we've seen from the previous things, it might be a good idea to assume that our first line of defense is going to get punched through and work on making sure that we can stem the bleeding from any breakthroughs here, here, and here. Mm -hmm. And he points out the areas that Worm has, like, mentioned. Because those provide, like, significant choke points that we can kind of focus on. Yeah. And if we can make it so that it's like, oh, 
you want to go towards these places, we can kind of force them into a trap almost. Mm -hmm. Have we considered the possibility that the automated defenses may be thrown into a labyrinth? That is part of possibly the swarm technology. Again, I don't know how advanced if they do bring in lancers or even foot soldiers, but considering that they're probably going to be mass manufactured, such as the ships we saw before, you'd have to probably be aware of the ones that are being thrown in the strike team. And those won't show up until much later in the battle, once the initial defenses are worn down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, do we think our Matryoshka Goodall friend will come in a, a exceptionally large mech and then and then peel down again, or do we think Ugh. that he's going to do something else? Well, he did say that he was a mercenary, so it's entirely possible that he might decide that the job wasn't worth it as per our last engagement. However, it's something that we should consider. Okay, well, we just look for the biggest damn mech on the field and assume he has seven more inside of that. The other thing is that this swarm and strike doesn't end, uh, provide any sort of thing against air superiority. While there are the anti-air defenses around the city, in the event that they manage to get something behind us, it creates a two-front situation, which is obviously unadvisable. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. we can have rapid transports for everything except for the for the Barbarossa to redeploy quickly. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, your big guy is awesome at blowing shit up, uh, but Noir, you know that his weakest point is probably its mobility. Agreed. As such, I as which is why I brought up that I should probably remain closer to the hilt in the event that something happens. Mm -hmm. Another possibility is that considering um, this slope you've thrown in, that is diegetic, right? That isn't just where drawing. So like, it's all built on like a slope. Uh, it's not that maybe not that steep. Maybe not that steep, but it's more of like the the buildings kind of lead, lead up. Lead up, yeah. yeah. So, a but it's gentle not gentle hill. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely not that steep. I definitely over. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, so agreed, which is why the Barbarossa should probably remain at long-range support. It excels in roles of anti-siege. I mean, I'm down for that. Mm -hmm. uh, so real quick, a mechanical question. Your Apocalypse Rope, does that do area damage or is that single target only? Um, I think level two does, uh, well, final level does literally a beam that hit that annihilates everything in front of it. Yeah. Um, long line. That's actually, no, um, it's blast two even at level one. So it still it can do it can do area of effect. My main concern is that one, it's fairly significant collateral damage, and two, due to the fact that it's firing at relativistic speeds, I can't use it in order to arc shots over the wall. Which means unless we're being attacked from the air, or they've already broken through the defenses, I would have a difficult time striking the targets without hitting anything in its way. However, if you can provide me coordinates and a clear line of sight, I can probably blind fire it despite it being outside of my sensor range. Well, it's a good thing that's what the Swallowtail excels at. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, so, and also with that, like, um, so yeah, that's pretty much all of Emil's spiel. Um, so what kind of, like, what is antiquated about the defendant? Like, what would be something that they wouldn't have planned for or wouldn't have? Okay, uh... So, um, <clears throat> so Balin kind of like pipes up. It's like, um, uh, again, um, I, any ideas you have to help would be appreciated. But I have compiled a list of, based on the reports we've been given about your um, particular s skills, uh, areas that you might be able to help him with. Mm -hmm. um, and he kind of like sends it to all of you. Mm -hmm. um, and um, <clears throat> so for Noir, um, based on the, your tactical reports, and your strategic stuff, they would, they are uh, recommending, again, you don't have to do this, that you check out um, 
the uh, actual fortification side. Right. Like how guns are placed, where where the guns go, yeah, uh, etc. Um, for Worm, uh, they actually have some old war um, heavy cannons that mm. are. Uh, they're not broken, but they're not working at 100% capacity. Oh, I can take a look at those. And they know that, and based on your mechanical knowledge, they want you to see if you can upgrade them. I'm I just imagining, like, Worm doing the engineer thing, and he just goes up and starts whacking it with a wrench, and it just starts getting better and better. Uh, Panoptica, uh, uh, they want, they were wondering if you could bolster the E defenses. Mm-hmm. Um, and Blitz. Yeah. Um, they actually, so... Um, it just says, um, personnel. <laughs> it says personnel slash wildcard. So, yeah, I'm taking a look at this and I'm like, okay, so ju- just to clarify, like, everybody else is seeing this, like, per- personnel, like, what, what, what's this mean? Like, uh, is, is personnel, like, somebody on the front lines, or? Yeah, you, they, they want you to go talk to the other soldiers who are going to be manning the wall. Okay, um, well, I mean, yeah, because, uh, yeah, I'm going to be, like, on the wall as, like, the centerpiece, like, bouncing around, uh, beating guys up, you know, like, being the hero of the battle, that, that's what they mean. That's personnel. Yeah. Yeah, well, well, Blitz, uh, I mean, you're, you're going to be, like, in the thick of it with these people. Yeah? Yeah, so you're going to need to know them, right? Yeah. And they're going to need to know what all your songs mean. <sighs> they're going to need to know everything. They're going to need to know my whole playlist. Oh shit, this is, yeah, this is big, this is big. Okay, okay, alright. The amount of information he gives them is effectively a PhD dissertation. <laughs> okay, alright, well, um, alright, I'm gonna get mecked up, I'm gonna run over there. Um, so, just, uh, before we head out, like, so it looks like we're gonna be kind of split up a little bit. Well, this is just the preparation. Oh, yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah, okay. you're not, you again, you don't know when this these are. This is our, de- our, our deployment, this is our oh. prep Okay, and then this blitz like goes over to the wall and just like no, no, they're not gonna like put you on the opposite side of the wall and say go fight. Yeah, like no, I was I was worried that personnel would be like uh, carrying around weapons or being the janitor or some shit during the battle. No, so 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 I don't know if Blitz would realize this, but the rest of you realize it pretty quickly. They don't know what he can do apart from piloting a robot. Yes, they Um, because all the all the all the action reports are just like and then Blitz punched it and then Blitz ran into it. (laughs) So like and Blitz threw a boulder at one of them. So I'm yeah. the blank slate in this group. Well, well, they know you're a really good pilot. So personnel, you get the like the rest of you and Blitz. Maybe I don't I get the feeling that maybe they want you to like give group piloting tips. Yeah. Or just or maybe right. just or or just raise morale, which yeah. you already showed you were pretty good at. So, okay. Yeah. Well, so um, it, it really comes down to what you want to do in terms of bolstering the forces here. You actually do recognize, though, having been at the Academy and now here, people here are significantly more stressed out. Um, they, they like, at the Academy, there was a bit of distance, right? And all those people are inexperienced. Yeah. Whereas people here are, they work here and they've been preparing for some, something like this. Some of them for almost their entire lives with, with no actual combat, but they are now... People are loading weapons. People are uh, yes, doing safety checks. Like people, people are moving around in this area. And there's a lot of them. They, so, so they have kind of given you like carte blanche to just kind of like improve. Yes, make it nice. <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> Blitz is so happy right now. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Blitz. Remember. Uh, yeah. It's, this is very important. Yeah. While Noir, make sure the walls are will will hold the enemy. Uh huh. And Worm is going to make sure 
that the guns are firing. Yep. And I'm going to make sure that we don't get our ass hacked. That's awesome. You need to make sure that those men and women are ready to fight alongside us. Okay. All right. Time to pump everybody up. Okay. Also, maybe, uh, you know, run a few, like, uh, simulated drills, you know. Mm. Make sure that they understand not to stand between the apocalypse rail and the target. Mm. Just remember, they also have to be fit in fighting, so no going out. That's what you called it, right? (laughs) (laughs) Flashback to Blitz in in a gutter. Flashback to Blitz waking up and then bringing a... Tri bicycle, uh, uh, tandem yeah. bicycle yeah. to our thing. The tri bicycle. Mm. By the way, has anything else been shipped to this? You don't know. <laughs> All right, you well. You haven't got any notifications, so maybe they ran out of stuff. Okay, well, uh, you know where to reach me. Something comes up, but. Uh, All right, everybody, good luck. Let's, uh, let's fucking do this. All right, um, so kind of out of character question. Yes. Should I, not for, but for you guys specifically. Um, so, in this fight, I can either choose to bring in my shotgun or my mortar. Which one do we want? Granting where the shotgun means I'm no good in a close quarters fight, but I imagine if I'm getting in a close quarters fight, something's gone horribly wrong. The mortar provides a bit more, like, long-range support cover. Um, what's your other weapon? Uh, it would be a shotgun. The other, oh, the other weapon is the assault cannon, which is the, the minigun. Yeah, but the... That not fire at close range? No, it's not CQC. Okay, so it has a. What does not CQC mean again? You take attacks of opportunity if the enemy is like right next to you. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I would say take the shotgun. Okay. Because, like, there's a chance that you're just gonna get, like, if you're. Get mobbed. If it, yeah, because you're gonna basically bolt down and, like. Right. And, and just fire on the, the enemy, right? Yeah. So, yeah, so you're you're gonna need something in case they get past um, several blitz. get past everything. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'll get the shotgun. All right. So yeah, uh, I will. So I go to the wall and I check out the uh, the systems, and I like and I check out like okay, like what are the the so like I'm assuming so it's like the big wall and then their fallbacks are probably more like checkpoints rather than like hard locations, correct? Sorry? So, in, you said that, like, oh, there's, like, a bunch of things that they could fall back to in the event that the wall gets overrun. Yeah. Are those, like, fortifications? hard fortifications, or are those more, like, checkpoints? Like, is this a Magino line situation where if they get behind us, we're all in a lot of trouble? Or is it, like, a multi-Magino line situation where, like, okay, if they get behind one, there's still hard fortifications holding them back? Yeah. Like, yeah, well, it's, like, security for... gates. Okay, so it's... it's... Like, so it's, like, a big wall with, like, several layers within mm. the wall. Okay. The wall big. Yes. All right, so yeah, I will check out the um, the wall defenses and such like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so Harry, um, uh, you are able to uh, do a you want to roll something to assess the structural integrity of this wall? Sure. Uh, hmm. Can I use my assault trigger as kind of like a okay? If I was asked to take this objective, what are the things I can do? What are the things that I would do? That I could then like reverse engineer into something else. Uh, I'll let you roll with difficulty. All right. What uh, about blow something up? I also have that, but it's at a plus two and assault is at a plus four. Plus four with difficulty is not better than a plus two. Yeah. Not. Not. It. it <laughs> I don't think so. You, you could mechanically end up with a minus two of like overall. overall. Yeah. Versus a just straight plus two. Yeah. Versus the certainty of a plus. And the average on a. D6 is, is three. Two, yeah. three so. yeah. All right. Uh, Average so, yeah. doesn't really matter on a single wall, though. 
No, but the most likely roll you're going to get. Yeah. If we look at infinite no, possibilities. Right. Uh, so yeah, I also have... Uh, I've also got Investigate, but I don't think that really works in this particular situation. I would actually keep an Investigate. Okay, uh, so yeah, so um, Noir is basically going to examine the wall. Um, and as he's doing this, he's actually going to text a bunch of stuff to Blitz, where he's like, okay, um, try, and basically all it is is like, okay, if we're doing, if we're expecting, Noir is basically just expecting the first line of defenses to melt at some point, mm. and so he's like, okay, make sure that they've set up things such that they can get out, and then it's as difficult as possible for the enemy to get through effectively. But yeah, I will investigate the walls. Oh no, you're asking Blitz to do the one thing he's terrible at. <laughs> Retreat. Um, <gasps> yeah. It's not retreat, it's a tactical relocation. You keep using that word. What does that mean exactly? Tactical relocation. It just means you get behind yourself before the enemy can get behind you. Yeah. Uh, that is an 18 altogether. Uh, okay. Um, so, um, what you're able to figure out is that the, uh, the more outdated parts of this are uh, based on like the new tech. Uh, in mechs that you've seen, including um, this area, this thing's not exactly designed to fight off like weirdo forest mechs. Right. It's, it's more like designed to fight like more standard stuff that you like IPS. Yeah, it, it is. It is. It is more technology. The fact that yeah. it doesn't understand what the yeah. fuck Horus is doing. Yeah. So it's while while you realize it's not it's not you shouldn't exactly plan for to fight like ten Pegasus units. Yes. You. You Nobody do. should have to play. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh god, if, if they're Pegasus units, they're just going to crawl up the fucking cliff on the other side of the city. Yeah, yeah. You're not expecting a bunch of paracausal attacks. <clears throat> but if there is something paracausal, it'll absolutely fuck with this. So what you end up doing is um, realizing that um, it's actually better to weaken the fortifications in some areas to funnel better. Um, right, make it, like, give them an appetizing target so that they know they go for that. And isn't that usually what gates are? Just weaker portions of the wall? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. But so, you want, but by looking at, like, the overall structure, like, as you get a blueprint, especially, like, from the stuff, co- combining the data from all three of you in yeah. terms of maintenance, yeah, um, it allows us paths to and stuff, essentially plan ambushes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the idea is basically to, like, give them the, the appetizing funnel rather than the stick. So that they get in the funnel. So what? Yeah. So what? What you've essentially realized is um, when you retreat, how to retreat. Yes. So uh, the main thing that this is that your fortifications are doing is not necessarily stopping people from getting in, but they are reducing losses when if they get in. If they get in, yeah, yes. very important. Because you know by analyzing, by knowing what the new weapons are, knowing what the different tactics that people have ch- that have started using instead of, it seems like they are prepared for. Guys, fire the guns at us. Yes, they are prepared for uh, like a wave of Everest to come at them. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> yeah, so I, I will, I will like make the adjustments, and then I will basically send that data to Blitz and be like, okay, make sure the personnel like make this area very difficult to move through. Both if you're like an individual mech or a swarm of mechs, or even if you're like you know in a vehicle or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you actually also, with your knowledge of on the on the ground stuff. Um, realize that uh, there are there are weak, some weaknesses, uh, especially from the stuff that Panoptica was able to glean, mm. where a person might actually be able to get in or be able to, if, if there was enough of a melee, that people would be able to sneak in and you're able to close those off. Nice. Um, by reinforcing security doors and, yeah. double, and causing like, like increasing human-based redundancy. In yeah. The, 
There is, it is an impenetrable wall, but of one problem. A drain on the eastern side. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen those bl- movies that Blitz showed me. I'm not making the same mistake. Yeah, there, so, so there's one of those you can pull them with claymores. Yeah. <laughs> claymore mines all the way down. Yeah. <laughs> there can't be another claymore mine. <laughs> See, that's the thing. They expect the first seven claymores, but the eighth. Nobody sees the eighth coming. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's take a look at these cannons. All right, so, um, Worm, you look at these guns. They're, like, well-made, um, but they are... Hmm. Not well-maintained, maybe? Partially, yes. So, it seems like um, they have. They were kind of, like, the last conflict. Like, not only has it been a while since the last conflict, the last conflict was not air-based, it was ground-based. Mm. So, uh, the guns were useful for, like, suppression, but they weren't really designed to be firing anything in the air. Ah. So, um, by, uh, you, looking at your, kind of the way you usually fight, considering you're, like, a moving artillery platform, mm-hmm. um, and essentially, like, funneling them information from, like, here's, here's mech information. Yeah. Um, what's, what's, like essentially augment these guns to a point where they are a lot more flexible and can be used right. interchangeably. Yeah. So not necessarily fixing up the guns mechanically, but feeding them, like, software. Yeah. Yes. You, you bolt on, Training. like, a microcontroller with some algorithms on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, now in, you're a real startup. In terms of mechanical aspects, though, is you make them more flexible mm. because part of your entire mech's design is how flexible it is, yeah. right? So you don't exactly you haven't exactly mounted ten mimic guns on top of the, the wall. <laughs> but what if you did? <laughs> but what you have done is made it so that the guns are better at do, dealing with ground forces better. and air forces sure, as opposed yeah. to they were just kind of like pointed up before. Yeah. But you're like okay, so if we kind of like raise them up, give them increased actuation. Yeah, totally. Like yeah. change the ammunition type to not just be stuff that knocks down planes, but stuff that can like like weaken weaken planes so that like. Weaken air defenses or air attacks that, so that we can finish them off with our. What mech. if they fired smart ammo? <laughs> <laughs> what if they fired every type of ammo? <laughs> Literally every ammo. So we just glue all the ammo together, <laughs> and load it in. So we have the Pegasus create a mimic gun, and then before it destabilizes, we slap something on it that anchors it to this universe. <laughs> we attach a tube to the mimic gun, and we, get, and we just feed it into the wall. <laughs> so all the guns are firing mimic guns. <laughs> Um, okay, yeah, I can do that. Oh. <clears throat> the guns are getting gooey, sir. That's part of the process, boys. Uh, yeah, so if you have like an engineering skill you want to roll to see how effective that is. Yeah, I've got hack or fix. Okay. Which feels appropriate here. Yep. Oh, that's a 10. Okay. So, yep. Uh, with your plan, you were able to get them... Uh, they, are, they are not exactly like smart weapons now, mm-hmm. but they are certainly more... They're more useful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's good. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I guess we're doing what's last since he has some ideas. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay, so you're more than welcome to go to the other people first. Okay, uh, Panoptico. Mm-hmm. What's your plan for this? Okay, so I want to examine what the, um, uh, first I'm going to, like, our, my, my first worry is the guns are going to get taken out and that's going to, like, cut our air defenses mm-hmm. and they're just going to bomb the shit out of us. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is a very reasonable, uh, reasonable fear. <laughs> because, you know, they're, like, once we lose that, air, air superiority basically just ruins us. Okay. There's, not, there's no other defenses. Um, so, um, I think what she actually does is uh, take the guns and um, 
instead of having them work off of one distributed network, mm-hmm. um, like split that up into several smaller networks, mm-hmm. so that if like a section gets taken out, it doesn't take the whole system down. So essentially, what you build in is a like software layer that essentially, if one turns off, it doesn't. Yeah, it it'll immediately alert the if one of them loses a control this control signal gets like cut off it will immediately alert the rest and they will like harden themselves or like cut that one off immediately sort of like yeah yeah like almost well, basically, digital, digital, like, basically yeah. create a bunch of digital partitions that it yeah. can yeah okay like because she doesn't have the the resources to like <laughs> like go in and like rewire the entire system yeah but all right uh, all right what do you want to roll for this uh hacker fix probably sure hacker man. Uh, 14. Uh, so yeah, with a 14 you were able to, um, create, you were able to essentially silo off these things, so if the one gets taken out by a hack, it will, less, it is less likely to take out the rest of them, um, and, uh, you were able to find some optimizations that keep this from slowing down the actual, like, targeting ability of the rest of the guns, because the problem is, is that by siloing them off, they would react slower, because they wouldn't all be like immediately updating each other, but you find a way to keep it at the same level, all but but not improve it in any way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I think not letting our guns get taken. Well, you would prove the they're also going to be hacked, but they're not like better at shooting. Yeah. Where you you felt like maybe if you had like a week here, you could be like, oh, I'm going to solve them each off and improve them. Yeah. But hopefully. Uh, worms upgrades alone will be enough to. Yeah, yeah. all this is pretty slapdash. Yeah, well, I, ideally, what she would like, if she had the like enough time and resources, she would actually instead build a system where each gun can fire independently, but gets an advantage from being linked to the others. Ah, yes, twin linked. Mm-hmm. Or each gun's like spotting for the other gun. Yeah, yeah, like they send each other targeting information, but they aren't. But if. But there's no central hub to take all of the guns down at once. Yes, the blockchain of mining. Uh, <laughs> God, <laughs> crypto mining. <laughs> I'm gonna crypto mine this targeting information. Yeah. So now the guns fire 25 percent more efficiently, and you're getting free Bitcoin. <laughs> oh, and we're creating 600 um, percent uh, output heat. Uh, yeah. Your city's going to cook. <laughs> well, we what, say- what do you see? The trick is, I create 600 percent output heat. And then Worm channels that into a heat ray. <laughs> Physics? It's just more tubes. Yeah, wow. we, do, we just redirect the heat so it's in front of the wall and it just starts melting stuff in front of it. It's like the, yeah, the yeah. modern equivalent of boiling oil. <laughs> well, yeah, no, you just use use a perfect uh, heat capacitors made by Hor- Horus. You don't need to know how it transfers the heat. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want to know where the heat goes. Yeah, you, you, it doesn't create the entropy. How? You don't want to know. <laughs> but you hope you never find out. <laughs> the system has negative entropy? <laughs> the air around it is actually turning into more, like, complex particles. Dang, I'll beam directly to Raw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listentothesenerds at gmail.com.